following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Hello, listeners. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host for Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. Today's episode is about outdoor life improves the health of families, especially children. And my special guest today is Rebecca Cohen. I'm very excited to have her on my show. I just wanted to um, give you some exciting news there is a radio network in Phoenix, Arizona, and they want my radio show, Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated, on their network. So now the show will be on Voice America and KFNX. My show on KFNX in Phoenix, Arizona will start November 26, so at the end of this month, and my show will be on Sundays, Mountain Standard Time from 8 to 9 p.m. So I'm very excited to work with KFNX and also with Voice America. It's very exciting, and we're just reaching out to more and more people across the world. Also, if you'd like to learn more about me, you can check out my two websites, PerfectHealthConsultingServices.com and also my speaking website. I'm a health and wellness speaker. You can go to Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, HarperSpeaks.com. If you'd like to be a sponsor of my show, please reach out to me. And it would be great if you're a sponsor because it'll benefit my show so I can continue to get the information out to the world. It'll benefit your business, especially now that my show will be on two networks. And, of course, we'll be reaching out to more and more people worldwide. Also, if you'd like to support my show, you can go to butcherbox.com forward slash Kristen Harper Speaks, K-R-I-S-T-E-N Harper Speaks. And you can go there and purchase healthy meats, 100% grass-fed beef, organic chicken, and that will support my show, and I would really appreciate it. And so today we will be talking about the top ways to get out of the house and connect with your kids. We'll be talking about the benefits of outdoor life, especially when it comes to health, And getting outside is for every person, including children, for health and happiness. And um, I would like to actually go over Rebecca Cohen's bio here. So uh, Rebecca Cohen believes time outside transforms our lives for the better. Rebecca is author of the children's early reader book series, PJ's, Backyard Adventures, as well as author of 15 Minutes Outside, 365 Ways to Get Out of the House and Connect with Your Kids, and creator of Rebecca Plant's Curiosity Cards, available on iTunes and Google Play. Rebecca has worked with over 6,000 children in North America, Europe, Africa, and China helping them make outdoor connections for a healthier life. Rebecca's work has been featured in USA Today, Better Home and Gardens, Parenting, Red Book, Working Mother, Family Circle, and Backyard Solutions. Rebecca is also host of the video series, Get Out of the House, which shows fun ideas for time outside and every season. For Rebecca's inspiring blog videos and free downloads, visit her website and go to be outside 
and, and you actually spell out the word and, A-N-D, grow.com. That's be outside and grow.com. And if you'd like to get her book, The 15 Minutes Outside, 365 Ways to Get Out of the House, you can actually, I actually found that book on Amazon.com. So I'm, I'm very excited to have uh, Rebecca here with me today. Welcome to my show. Thank you, Kristen, for having me. Well, I'm excited to have you. And if you could let my listeners know, where are you located? Sure. I'm in Bethesda, Maryland. I grew up in the D.C. area and moved out to Colorado for four years, but moved back recently. So when I wrote my book, 15 Minutes Outside, I was living in the suburbs of Washington, D.C. Nice, nice. Uh, So how do you like living in your neck of the woods? Do Do you enjoy it? I do enjoy it. I will say that it has reminded me, moving back to the East Coast, that really... Time outside is about taking a moment to pause and look around you and notice what is beautiful around you because our lives are so busy. We're rushing from here and there and everywhere, and it really only takes moments to minutes to really improve your well-being every day. It doesn't take hours, but there's a way that you can connect to the outdoors every day that is easy for families. Right, and you actually recommend around 15 minutes a day, correct? So that was the the premise of the book. I think initially my book title was 365 Days Outside, A Mother's Journey to Improve the Well-Being of Her Family. And my publisher said that's too overwhelming for people. There's no way people are going to do that. And really what it boils down to is anybody can do something for 15 minutes. We all have 15 minutes in between our busy schedules uh, going from here and there. So, you know, look at how you can just take 15 minutes a day and take that time to connect with nature. If you have a family to connect with your kids and it will also bring you closer together. I totally agree with you. And myself, you know, I have a really busy schedule. I'm busy like seven days a week, but I always make sure in the evening, I always go outside and go for a walk in nature. So that's wonderful. And that's what I do, too, is I take a walk around the block. It can be as simple as that. And you really start to notice there's it's not only good for you, it gets your heart rate up, but you start to notice the changes in the seasons. And there's something different happening outside every single day. If we just sort of look to what's in our neighborhood, even to observe what's happening. Yes, I, I totally agree. And there's a lot of benefits. And just some of the ones that come to my mind right now is even just going outside in nature and going for a walk can help to overcome addiction. And I actually had an eating disorder years ago. And one of the techniques that I did to overcome my eating disorder was going for walks outside. So I, I know. I love I that. Know, yeah, because it's a form of meditation when you go for a walk. And so it helps with addictions and eating disorders. And then I had a guest on last week and we talked about the lymphatic system. And um, most people have congested lymphatic systems. And so the best way to resolve that is to go outside and go for a walk. And many people are just uh, sedentary where they sit around and they need to be going outside to get that lymphatic system to move. And also, I just wanted to say one more thing, too, which is pretty fascinating. But and one of the reasons I also go outside to go for a walk is to improve eyesight. And there's a program in myopia, and um, it's helped me to improve my vision. Like, I have dropped my prescription in half in, I'd say, less than a year um, by following the program recommendations, but also walking because our eyes, our vision, we're meant to be looking out in a distance most of the time instead of doing too much close-up work at a computer or television. Wow. Yes. So there's so many benefits. And that's why I've always been a, a huge like fan of just everyone needs to get outside. So that's what when I found you and I saw your book, I was just like, I appreciate your work so much, like what you're doing. Uh, for, Thank you for, so much. And <laughs> yes. one of the reasons why I wrote it, it, it starts with uh, stepping outside, sometimes just literally stepping beyond our doorstep is the hardest part. Because once you're outside, and I discovered this on a gray, cold New Year's Day in Virginia. I, was, I forced myself to get out with the kids. And 
within minutes, we were running around and we were laughing and we were listening to the crunch of the leaves under our feet and we were watching squirrels scamper about and, you know, we're peeling off layers and I looked around me and there was no one else outside and I thought, you know, I wanted to bottle that feeling for myself. It's all, time outside connecting is almost like that, that best feeling of vacation when you feel like there's a pause and you have almost, you know, time stands still. And it almost takes that, that best, those best moments from vacation or feel, feeling like you're escaping physically somewhere, but you're right beyond your doorstep. And I thought, wow, I would love for other people to experience this too. There was no one else outside in my neighborhood that day. And I thought more people need to feel what I'm feeling right now and know that that's possible. Yes, absolutely. And it's just like this this inner peace that you feel. And it's just like uh, connecting with the um, spiritual world. And I remember as a child, too, I used to sleep outside quite a bit, like in my backyard with my sleeping bag and looking up at the stars and um So there's so many benefits, but I guess what I wanted to ask you is to start off with is um, if you could kind of, because I know that you were in the corporate world for a long time too, um, what really made you have such a passion for the outdoors and why you just are so passionate about helping others and get them motivated and excited to get outside? Well, there was one Saturday that I went to a children's birthday party at a local park with my four-year-old. It was his friend's party. And we were at this local park. It was probably a mile away from where I lived. And there was a patch of mature trees that he looked up at and he said, are we in the forest, mommy? And that stopped me in my tracks. We lived in an area that was more known for a shopping mall and new construction homes and a lot of mature trees having been chopped down to make way for homes. For uh, Yeah, for homes. And it made me realize the difference in our perspectives. You know, to him, this was the, the largest batch of mature trees he had ever seen. And of course, to me as an adult, a forest was an expanse of trees in the wilderness. And I realized that I was living my life every day, garage to garage. I wasn't stopping and giving him experiences of unstructured play outside um, that I had when I was a little girl. We would just spend hours and hours and hours in the backyard. (laughs) My summers were spent in the backyard. We didn't have, uh, my parents didn't have a lot of money. We just had, you know, a small backyard. And that's where we spent our summers, um, my suburbs with my siblings. So I really realized from that moment when he said, are we in the forest, mommy, that I had been rushing. And that's, I sort of reevaluated my entire life to say, look at my, what my life has become. I had two small kids at the time. So I had a four-year-old and a two-year-old. And, you know, how can I change this? And I didn't have hours every day to change it. You know, I was the type of person where I was running down the hall at the end of the day to try to make sure that my kids weren't the last to be picked up from daycare. Um, You know, I was busy climbing the corporate ladder, and my husband was too, and I needed to find strategies that didn't take a lot of time. And so, you know, we started with Saturday mornings where, you know, I would tinker in the garden and the kids would play in the sandbox and they'd help me, and gardening became a way um, uh, of connecting together, but then also just ways to take our routine outside, take things that we were already doing and do them outside. So having snack outside or doing homework outside, having breakfast outside. I actually found out that even in the dead of winter all year round, if I told my kids that they could play outside for 15 minutes before we had to go anywhere, they would get ready faster they would do it before school. They, would, they were so tiny, and they would help me make their lunch, you know, before they had to go to, uh, to kindergarten. So time outside actually became a motivating factor, and I found that as a parent, I was the one that w- was the biggest barrier. My kids wanted to play outside, and I had to stop whatever I was doing whenever they would ask me to play, and I made a rule that I would always 
say yes no matter what I was doing when they asked me to play outside because I had attempted at times to say, oh, I just need to finish this thing or, oh, I just need to make dinner. And then that, t- that opportunity was gone forever. They wouldn't want to play with me anymore or they wouldn't want to go outside anymore. And so I found as I pressed pause for 15 minutes on my life to take them outside is that eventually they would be fine, completely fine without me. And then I could sort of sneak away to do whatever it was that I needed to do inside. Um, And so it became a draw. Time outside became a draw. It no longer became a chore. It became something that was a parenting tool for me. It made, actually made my life easier. Playdates outside were mess-free in my house. They would say, hey, mom, can we have some friends over outside? And I'd say, sure, as long as you play outside. And children loved to come to my house because I would let the kids play outside. (laughs) Some some other parents didn't want their kids to get dirty. I would say, go get dirty. I would (laughs) eventually have to warn other parents maybe to bring an extra set of clothes because inevitably they would, they would get money, muddy, but they would have a blast. And I felt that we were all happier and healthier together. Yes, I, I absolutely love it. And I love the idea, too, that you shared about eating outside for meals. I love that idea, having breakfast outside or another meal. I love it. And depending uh, on where you live right now, it's, it might be getting colder. You know, now it's like hot cocoa and warm muffin season. I would just buy that stuff, you know, in bulk so that I could have, you know, hot cocoa or, or warm muffins for the kids to just sit outside and still have snack outside and look forward to it, you know, bundled up in their uh, coats and hats and mittens. And what about something healthier, like a healthier uh, snack? Well, and I know I you talked about and the, and the only, and the, Sorry, the only reason I say that, the only reason I apologize to interrupt, the only reason I say that is like I'm a health freak when it comes to like eating healthy and a healthy lifestyle. And I noticed too that you did advocate. I was doing some research on you and you talked about um, healthy lifestyle and eating healthy. Yeah, absolutely. And growing your own food. Yes, I love that and organic vegetables and having your own garden and I love it. Yeah, so yeah, um, that's one of the best ways to get kids to eat healthy is start growing your own vegetables. And they actually tended to our garden. They were the ones who wanted to weed and they were the ones who wanted to water every day. And they were the ones who wanted to taste everything. And we even had uh, my younger son show off his lettuce to, uh, you know, a five-year-old neighbor. And they yelled over across the street, hey, mom, water's got lettuce. I mean, you never know that little kids could be so excited about vegetables, but that's one of the best ways to get them hooked on vegetables is growing it themselves. Yes, I like the uh, gardening idea a lot. So what we need to do right now is I need to go to a short break. This is Kristen Harper, and my guest is Rebecca Cohen. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel. Stay tuned and we'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness expert, founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services, and speaker. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and K-R-I-S-T-E-N, harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. What causes us to be sick? We're not talking about the actual illness or the scientific cause of illnesses. We're talking about your body and health. Listen for the healing whisper of Return to Peace. Each week, host Dr. Marianne Chase shows you how to listen to your heart to identify poor health, stress, and disease. You'll learn how to heal energetically and spiritually as well as physically. 
It's time to depend less on the drugs and more on the heart. The Healing Whisper airs live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Now, back to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. Hi, this is um, Kristen Harper, radio show host for Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. I have been interviewing Rebecca Cohen, and she's the author of the book, 15 Minutes Outside, 365 Ways to Get Out of the House and Connect with Your Kids. And uh, we have been talking about just make getting your family outside, like every day, just go outside and, and connect with your kids outside. And I, we talked about uh, growing uh, vegetables and, you know, having like your own garden. I think that's a great idea. And you can uh, grow like organic vegetables um, and have your children get involved. I really like that idea. I also like she talked about eating outside, having your meals outside. I like that as well. So, uh, Rebecca, I just wanted to ask you, do you feel that like our society, especially here in the United States, do you feel that families and children are indoors too much? I definitely think so. And I've spoken with family and friends in Europe, and it's interesting, just culturally, there's a big difference where being outdoors is a is a part of their lifestyle. You know, families taking a stroll together after a large meal, um, gardening, you know, growing your own food. Um, I find that And that's actually one of the things that inspired me to start working with schools and just teaching children how to plant a seed and how to care for it. Because typically in in families where you are gardening, the children are going to learn it, but not not every family is going to do that. So I really felt that if I could uh, teach a thousand children in a day, which I've done before at a middle school, and inspire a few of them to want to do this more or ask their parents about it, um, you know, that I've made a difference. And I, that event that I did at a middle school with a thousand kids, teaching them to grow sugar snap pea seeds. I feel like that is, to me, that is one of the easiest vegetables to grow. It's so cool to watch it uh, vine. It's a vining plant and it sprouts within three to seven days. You can start to feel fairly successful with it. Um, but I asked everyone to raise their hand if they had planted vegetables before. And most of the kids had not. And this was in, I mean, close, it wasn't rural Illinois, but it was um, an outer, outer, outer suburb of Chicago. So I feel like these are um, really easy skills that can bring so much um, impact to someone's life. And it was actually as I started getting outside more with my children, I remembered something that I had forgotten that my earliest memory of being outside as a child was sitting in the dirt, 
eating sugar snap peas straight from the pod in my parents' garden in Illinois. And when we moved from Illinois to Virginia when I was four, we never had a garden again. So there was something about me having in my, my hands in the dirt when I was so young that brought it back to me as an adult. And so I really feel that as, as I've seen my children grow and they helped inspire this book, 15 Minutes Outside, and the 365 things that you can do every day um, that really don't take much effort at all, that those memories will influence them as adults for sure. I, I really feel strongly about that, and I, and I really thank my parents as well because they did give me outdoor experiences that ended up influencing my life later. Right, absolutely. And so I want to ask you, what are some of the problems? Like if children, families are indoors too much, what are some of the problems that can occur? You know, I think, I mean, in terms of, I can't speak for every family, but I know just being busy, you know, that we're just looking to the next thing that's on our to-do list instead of connecting with one another. And I feel that that can get law, you know, relationships, it can have impact relationships, Um, the closeness of them. I feel very uh, blessed to have maintained close relationships with my kids. And I feel that that has stemmed from time that we have spent outside together. Um, You know, in terms of the benefits of going outside, you know, it, it redirects children's energy. So one of the things that can happen, I know that it happened with my family when my children were little, when we were inside, my children would bicker and fight and argue. And then when we went outside, they were best of friends. There's something about the outdoors. I don't know if it's not having the four walls around you where you don't feel uh, so confined, but it improves cooperation and it reduces aggression. Yes, and you've also talked about concentration, better concentration in school as well. Absolutely, and I would see my children's adventures that they would have outside. And I'm using the word adventure. You know, we would climb dirt hills, and they would pretend that they were Mount Everest. You know, we weren't going far. We were just um, taking time to walk around the neighborhood every day, and I would follow their lead. You know, I didn't have to be Julie the cruise director anymore and dictate what they were doing. They would lead me in their imagination play, and I would see their stories. They would start writing about them when it was time to write in school, and it really gave them content to pull from um, and get excited about in their schoolwork. Very awesome. That's awesome. And and also just other health benefits too. I would say reducing stress and you're getting sunshine and your vitamin D and, you know, we can overcome the problem with obesity as well for just getting outside more and improving vision as well. Like I said, um, children and families that are just doing too much close-up indoors can cause problems with vision. So we need to uh, of course, get outside more. So there's like so many benefits, which is Absolutely. just... <laughs> just the physical movement alone, um, as you said, can really help things, help reduce possibly heart disease and diabetes. It gets people moving and active. Um, and that alone, you know, helps people feel better. We all want to feel better. And sometimes it's lit. It's right beyond our doorstep and it's free. That is fantastic. Know. You know, gyms are full of people. Um, but there are, are, I don't know, our roads and our sidewalks aren't full of people walking. Um, and I, I feel that my, my job isn't done until I see everyone outside doing that. So um, there's still evidence that advocating for time outside continues to become more and more important and not less important. Yes, absolutely. So you have a lot of ideas as far as getting families and children out of the house and connecting with your um, with kids. And uh, Paris, if you purchase her book too on Amazon, you'll never run out of ideas. She has 365 ideas to connect with your kids outside, which is fabulous. So maybe we could just uh, talk about some ideas that you have Um we could, you know, yeah. th- 
through your book, you know? It's, Absolutely. Okay. And I appreciate that, you know, grandparents have liked this book as just a reference to have on hand. Um, you know, we all love to think that we're a wellspring of ideas on the spot, but sometimes it's nice just to have a little help. And teachers as well really appreciate the book because they can take discovery outside. You can use the outdoors as a journaling prompt. I've taken first grade classes outside and just using some of the questions from my curiosity card, actually, which are open-ended questions for time outside. Uh, What do you see or notice around you? Just an open-ended question like that will help you learn so much about your child. Oh, my gosh. You'll hear about their likes and their dislikes and what they notice. And you could say, well, what can we do outside tomorrow, um, you know, after you've had a fun, fun playtime outside? Um, but some of the ideas in the book can be, you know, find a new playground or stop, something as simple as stop by a playground on the way home. That helps people, you know, the, the kids love the playground. Um, you could even get sandwiches on their way home and you could have a picnic um, dinner. But instead of running inside when you get home, you can get their wiggles out on the playground. Oh, my gosh. We all know what it's like when the kids are bouncing off the walls because they haven't had their outside time. And this way, when you pick them up, you can stop by the playground on the way home. They can get their wiggles out. They, can, they could even put a blanket down, do their homework. And then you're home and everybody's happy and they've gotten their wiggles out. Maybe they've gotten their homework done. Maybe you've even had dinner. Um, and you haven't had to, to worry about your to-do list as much. Um, some of the other things, if the weather is colder outside where you are, you can make ice cubes outside, and you can put food coloring in them, and you can make watercolors. You can, you can learn about the um, different states of water from um, frozen to liquid to gas, but then you can also, as you bring the ice cubes in and you have your different colors, You can use them as watercolors and you can uh, do some art, some other fun um, art things, or you can do a nature um, mandala. You can take objects from nature and a mandala is just a spiral. You can make a design and spiral with different things that are around you. And I would always do things like this wherever we were when we were waiting in particular, if we had to wait somewhere, I think once we were, if we were waiting for, um, my, we were meeting up with my father at a doctor's appointment, so we were waiting outside for him, and we were just waiting in the parking lot, but we were able to do nature mandalas because we could just pick up things on the ground, whether they were rocks or acorns or leaves, and I've done this activity with after-school programs, and it's wonderful because it's, you know, kids can collect things together, they could make a mandala together, or they could just express themselves individually and you know, I saw kids who were like, oh, we have to, you know, we're doing stuff outside today. Be so into it that they didn't want to go back in when it was time to leave. Um, and then one last one is now, you know, that it's, the, the days are shorter um, in the States. You don't have to wait up uh, so late to look at the stars. You know, with the leaves off of the trees, you can see the sunsets more clearly. You can see the sunrises more clearly. Um, you know, a lot of times people don't like the transition of seasons, but there are new ways to appreciate the transition of the seasons in ways that you couldn't before. Um, and that's one other thing that's nice about the book is that it can remind us that with transitions, there are also new things that we can do. I love it. Great ideas. And I love the idea, too, of just going outside and watching the sunset or looking at the stars. I love to look at the stars at night. This is just absolutely wonderful. So we need to go to another break right now. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host for tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. My special guest today is Rebecca Cohen, and she is the author of 15 minutes outside, 365 ways to get out of the house and connect with your kids. It's been a great interview so far. And make sure you stay tuned and we'll be right back.
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness expert, founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services, and speaker. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. Hi, this is Kristen Harper, radio show host for Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. And my special guest is Rebecca Cohen, and we've been talking about outdoor life improves the health of families, especially children, and we all must get outside. And I just wanted to say, too, that one suggestion I had, too, is just when you go outside is there's times that you can go barefoot, and I had a guest on previously who talked about the benefits of earthing actually there's health benefits when you go outside barefoot and you can stand outside barefoot or you can sit down and and go barefoot but there's uh, benefits to that health benefits and I wanted to ask you Rebecca uh, I live in uh, Lake Havasu City Arizona where the London Bridge is and it gets really hot here I live in the desert and like in the summertime it gets super hot so like in the summer what do you suggest, like what activities can families do when it gets really hot outside? Is there anything sure. that they can do besides the main things you can do? Okay. So a couple of things you can do is get out early in the morning or after the sun goes down, which a, people, a lot of people probably do there, I would imagine, um, just when the weather is cooler and then do your indoor stuff during, during the heat of the day. Also, when it's hot, what I love to suggest to people is uh, water, shade, and a breeze. So if you can have a combination of those three things, it's amazing. Nice. Um, if you can have a combination of two, water and a breeze. You know, so, for example, let's say you take a bike ride. Of course, you'd want to have like proper gear, make sure that you're... Um, you're in the shade if you can be, but, um, you know, those water spray bottles that have the fans on them with, I put ice cubes inside (laughs) and it feels amazing. Of course you want to have, you know, proper sun protection too, but I love those things. Just even like, um, a bowl with ice cute, like ice water in it and a washcloth and like cups, you know, like measuring cups from your um, drawers can be so much fun for kids and like sitting under the shade of a tree with all of that happening. Um, but, you know, 
getting in the swimming pool and then going for a bike ride and you're all wet. <laughs> and then you've got a breeze going because you've got the water and then you've got a breeze. So you're a little bit cooler. So it takes a little more creativity, I would say, but with it's fun to think of things that have water, breeze and shade associated with them. Um, and then you get pretty creative, which is fun. Yes, I like that. And um, and I just wanted to say to you with the um, sunscreen and uh, listeners, just be careful. There are some products out there that are toxic, so you just make sure um, you use something uh, natural because whatever you put on your skin, you can absorb. And uh, so, yeah, I think that's a great idea, um, great ideas. And, and so since we've talked about children here, I wanted to – talk more about teens now, just uh, getting teenagers outside. Do you have any suggestions? Absolutely. So I actually wanted to write an entire book about getting teens outside. And my publisher said, oh, nobody buys parenting books for teens, although I do. And the other parents I talk to do. Um, But some strategies that you can use for teens, um, one would be keep inviting them to go outside. So when I would, you know, I was trying to get outside when my kids were little and I would invite them, um, you know, they would say yes more often when I wanted to go outside. They were a captive audience. But then as they get older and my, you know, I started this journey with my kids and they were two and four and they're now 13 and 15. When you invite them to do, do something, you know, maybe only like 10% of the time they will actually say yes, but keep inviting them to do things. When we moved, for example, uh, a year ago, we moved in the heat of summer in the D.C. area, which is very humid. Um, and the month of August, we played tennis together. That I, we, would start, we started to invite them, and then they would start to invite us. And it became this great bonding experience as we were going through this transition of playing tennis together. We were disgusting afterwards, but we really had a good, good time. The other thing is outdoor props, I call them. So think about whatever your uh, teen likes to do and have that sort of suggestively outside the door or right inside the door, whether it's a football or a soccer ball or a scooter or um, if they like chalk even, you know, or bubbles. Sometimes teens can go, oh, cool. You know, we all have that, that memory of loving those things when we were little. You know, maybe have those things. Uh, out, you know, glow sticks at night. They have bat- battery-operated glow sticks um, that are also flashlights, and they can play. They can still play flashlight tag and silly things that they used to do, or have you know a portable outdoor fire pit where they can build a fire and hang out with their friends. One of the things that I love um, recently are the camping hammocks. They're very oh, lightweight, nice. and the technology. And I say technology; it's their straps. That are, they're patented straps that you can put around the trunks of two trees, and it will hold up to 250 pounds. And this thing is so lightweight, you can take it with you anywhere. So that you can put up a hammock in the backyard. You can take it with you to the park. You can put it in your backpack if you take a bike ride. And then um, the last thing is, is, speaking of bike rides, just the concept of independence. You know, teens want their independence, and they want to be around parents less. So if they want to go somewhere, if they want to go to a friend's house, you know, tell them to bike or walk there. You know, make them, like me, walk to the bus stop or walk home from the bus stop. Um, you know, there are ways that you can sneak in uh, the time outside, and sometimes you can make, it, make them think that it was their idea, and uh, you'll be very happy about it. <laughs> it will happen. <laughs> yes, um, so, um, you know, Rebecca has so many um, ideas, and you definitely have to check out her book and actually purchase it, and you'll never run out of ideas. There's uh, ideas for children, and she uh, gave us ideas for uh, teenagers as well. And uh, what about other ages, too? Um, what about, you know, those that are, you know, um, elders, for example? Um, do you have any suggestions for them? Maybe yeah, just absolutely. walking. Go, going back to what we were talking about in the beginning, it's just your daily walk. I'm so inspired by a woman in my neighborhood. She doesn't drive anymore. She walks to the bus stop, and she has her transportation uh, that way. But she is in such great shape and because she walks everywhere um, and, and gets around. 
And then, of course, um, you know, it depends on what you love to do. You know, use that as a guide, whether it's you still love to play tennis or, you know, if you like to play cards, play cards outside. You know, see yes. what you already do and what you can do outside. If you like to knit, take your knitting outside. Um, you know, the same concepts that we're using um, with our kids, we can use for ourselves and say, what am I already doing? You know, some days I love to take my computer outside when the weather's nice and just have an outdoor office. I don't have an official one, but, you know, go work, work at a cafe and sit outside, um, have a meeting outside, take a call outside. We find ourselves so much um, indoors just to ask yourself, what am I already doing that I can take outside would really help. Yeah, fabulous. Um, and do you have any ideas? And um, and I'm thinking, so I I am not too much of a fan of like swimming, anything that's chlorinated, you know, all the toxins and all that, you know, like uh, swimming pools or jacuzzis and all this. Um, and then this lake that's here in uh, Lake Havasu where I live, um, I kind of have like concerns of uh you know, toxicity and all that, but um, do you have any suggestions as far as, like, um, children, like, like swimming and um, maybe, like, something different instead of, like, a chlorinated pool, or do you have any Oh, my gosh. One of my favorite things, um, and I don't know if it's still around, but there was a website called swimmingholes.info, and you could go. I don't know if it was, like, a crowdsourced thing, but people would add like natural swimming holes wherever they lived. And so I would actually plan road trips with my kids based on where people had said the swimming holes were. Now, obviously you have to go with whatever feels safe for you. And I, you know, I always had um, my kids in um, the little flotation vests. Um, that's what made me comfortable. But we would find places where, you know, you could jump and there would be other people there, like jumping from the rocks into the water and um, discovering, you know, the streams that fed the the natural pools. Um, And we would go to swim lakes. You know, a lot of state parks have swim lakes. So you can just look up state parks and swim lakes. And we would bring our, um, yeah, we'd bring our pool rings and, float around and have a swim in a lake and actually camp that evening together, which was really fun. That is so awesome. You've just uh, provided so many amazing ideas today. Uh, just really exciting. And, uh, and so I would say going outside is a pillar that you must follow. Now, to have optimum health, I've talked about this before, that there's pillars that we must follow including a healthy diet, and everyone should be eating healthy, including children, living a healthy lifestyle. And um, I would even, and there's others, of course, but I would say that going outdoors would be under the healthy lifestyle pillar. And I just believe that everyone should be going outside. And that was one of the reasons I uh, connected with Rebecca is I've always been a proponent of everyone needs to get outside, especially for health. And that's when I came across her work, and I was just really impressed and um, checked out her book. And, uh, I mean, and and it's not only, um, you know, helping her own family and her children, uh, but she's helped a lot of people around the world. Um, And I just like how there's so many good people out there just making a difference in this world and... uh, I truly appreciate what you're doing. Um, so if you could, um, we're getting close to wrapping up here in the next uh, five minutes or so. If there's anything else you'd like to talk about, and then also if you could let my listeners know how to reach you. Yeah, sure. Um, just in closing, I would say, and you had mentioned the information that I have to share. You know, I think each one of us has something important to us that we can offer and share for everyone else. And so I would just encourage um, each of the listeners to reflect on what that is for them and just keep sharing the information that you have to offer, because that's certainly what led to my book. And I think each of us, you know, has that information inside of them that can help people. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, you can contact me through my website, beoutsideandgrow.com. There's a contact button. It goes straight to me. 
Uh, I'm also on Instagram, Rebecca P. Cohen. Would love to connect with you there as well. And I do have a free resource on my website. It's called 50 Outdoor Activities for Busy Families. You can download that. You can also download um, the five easiest vegetables to grow. I also have guides for gardening as well that are complimentary. All righty. Well, um, it was uh, so wonderful to talk to you today, and I appreciate everything, and I wish you my best. Thank you, Kristen. You too. Thank you so much for being on today. You take care. And that was, listeners, that was Rebecca Cohen. That was a great interview. I hope you got a lot of uh, good information from today's episode and can uh, possibly uh, try those um, ideas she suggested as far as uh, getting outdoors with your family and children. And I do agree with her, too, that everyone has a life's purpose. And how you find your life's purpose and your passion is I I truly believe is that you do your meditation on a daily basis and you quiet your mind, you connect with your soul and your soul will let, will, will reveal to you what your purpose is and then, you know, follow your passion in life. And I just want to say also, please tune into my show next week on Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time next week. I will be uh, talking about hair Mineral analysis, I try to squeeze that in at least uh, once a month, and that's my, my expertise, my background. So next week, I'll be interviewing a special guest about magnesium and how important it is, and magnesium is actually revealed on a hair mineral analysis, and why magnesium deficiency is one of the most c- common mineral imbalances uh, seen on hair tests. So make sure you tune in. And please reach out to me if you have any questions, comments, you have any ideas for future topics. My email address is Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. And I wish all of you a wonderful week and many blessings. Thank you for being a part of the show this week. Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper, can be heard live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Kristen can't wait to speak again next week.